Act 5, Scene 1. Mantua Street. Enter Romeo. If I may trust the flattering truth of sleep, my dreams presage some joyful news at hand. My bosom lord sits lightly in this throne, and all this day an unaccustomed spirit lifts me about the ground with cheerful thoughts. I dreamt my lady came and found me dead. Strange dream then gives a dead man leave to think, and breathed such life with kisses in my lips, that I revived and I was an emperor. Ah, ma'am, how sweet is love itself possessed, when but love's shadows are so rich in joy. News from Verona. How now, Balthazar? Dost thou not bring me letters from the friar? How doth my lady? Is my father well? How fair is my Juliet, that I ask again, for nothing can be ill, if she be well. Then she is well, and nothing can be ill. Her body sleeps in Capel's monument, and her immortal part with angels leaves. I saw her laid low in her kind bread vault, and presently took pause to tell it to you. Oh, pardon me for bringing these ill news, since you did leave it for my office, sir. Is it even so? Then I defy you, stars. Thou knows my lodging, get me ink and paper, and hire post-horses I will hence to-night. I do beseech you, sir, have patience. Your looks are pale and wild, and do import some misadventure. Tuss, thou art deceived. Leave me, and do the thing I bid thee do. Hast thou no letters to me for the friar? No, my lord. No matter, get thee gone, and hire those horses. I'll be with thee straight. Exit Balthazar. Well, Juliet, I will lie with thee to-night. Let's see for means, or mischief, oh, thou art swift. To enter in the thoughts of desperate men, I do remember an apothecary. And hereabouts he dwells, which laid a noted, etetrate weeds with overwhelming brows. Calling of simples, match where he looks, sharp misery had worn him to the bones, and his needless shop of daughters in hun, and alligators stuffed, and other skins of oil shaped fishes, and about his shelves, a burgundy account of empty boxes, green earthed pots, bladders, and musty seeds. Remnants of pathreads and old cakes of roses were thinly scattered to make up a show. Nothing with this perony or to myself I said, and if a man did need a poison now, whose sale is present death in Mantua, he leaves a kite wretch would sell it him, or the same thought did but overrun my need, and this same needy man must sell it me. As I remember, this should be the house. Been holiday, the beggar's shop is shut. What ho, apothecary? Enter apothecary. Who calls aloud? Come hither, man. I see thou art poo. Hold, there is a forty ducats. Let me have a dram of poison. Such soon speeding gear. I will disperse itself, though ill all the veins. That life weary taken may fall a dead that that trunk must be discharged of breath a violent, as violently as hasty powder first doth hurry from the fatal cannon womb.
such moral drugs I have, but Mantua's law is the death of any he that utters them. At those so brave and full of wretchedness, and fierce to, or to die, the mean is in thy cheeks, need an oppression, starveth in thy eyes, contempt and beggary hand upon my back. The world is not thy friend, nor the world's law. The world's affords no law to make thee rich, then be no poor, but break it and take this. My poverty, but not my will, consents. I pay thy poverty and not thy will. Put this in liquid thing you will, and drink it off, and if you had the strength of twenty men, it would dispatch you straight. There is thy gold, was poison to men's soul. Do more murders in this loathsome wood, that these poor compounds that thou may not sell. I sell thee poison, thou hast sold me none. Farewell, buy food, and get thyself in flesh. Come cordial and not poison. Go with me to Julius Cray, for there must I use thee. Scene 2 Friar Lawrence Sell Enter Friar John Holy Franciscan Friar, brother, ho! Enter Friar Lawrence The same should be voice of Friar John. Welcome from Mantua. What says Romeo? Oh, if this man be worried, give me his letter. Going to find a barefoot bar rather out, one of our order to associate me, he is in this city visiting the sick, and finding him in the searches of the town, suspecting that we both were in a house, where the infection pestilence did reign, seals up the door and would not let us walk forth so that my speed to Mantua there was stayed. Who bear my letter then to Romeo? I could not send it, here it is again, nor get a messenger to bring it thee, so fearful were they of infection. Unhappy fortune, by my brotherhood, the letter was not nice but full of charge, of dear import, and the neglecting it may do much danger. Friar John, go hence, get me an iron crow, and bring it straight unto my cell. Brother, I'll go and bring it thee. Now must I do the monument alone. Within the three hours will Friar Juliet wake. She will brush me much that Romeo hath had no notice of these accidents, but I will ride again to Mantua and keep her at my cell until Romeo come, poor living course, close in dead man's tomb. Scene 3 A churchyard, in it a monument belonging to the Capulets. Enter Paris and his page, bearing flowers and torch. Give me thy torch, boy, hence and stand a fool. Yet put it out, for I would not be seen, under your, your trees lay thee alone, holding thy eye close to the following ground, so shall no foot upon the churchyard thread, being loose, unfirm, was dean up for graves, but thou shalt hear it whistle then to me, and signal that thou heard something approach, give me those flowers, do I bid thee go. I'm almost afraid of standing alone, here the churchyard, yet I will adventure. 
Sweet flower, with flower thy bridal bed I strew. Oh, oh, thy capony is dust and stones, which with sweet water nightly I will dew, or wanting that with tears distilled by moans, the obsequious that I foe three will keep nightly shall be, to strew thy grey and weep. The boy gives warning something doth approach, what cursed foot wanders this way tonight to cross my obsequious and true love's right? What with a torch? Muffle me, night, a while. Enter Romeo and Balthazar with torch, mattock. Give me that mattock, the wretched iron. Hold, take this letter, early in the morning. See thou deliver it to my lord and father. Give me the light upon thy life. I charge thee, whatever you heard, to see stand all al full, and do not interrupt me in my course. Why I descend into this bed of death is partly to belong my lady's face, but chiefly to take hands from her dead finger a precious ring, a ring that I must use in dear employment, therefore hands begun. But if thou jealous doth return to pry, if what I further shall intend to do, by heaven I will tear thee joint by joint, and through his hungry churchyard with thy limbs. The time of my intents and savage wild, more fees and more inexorable far, than empty tigers of the roaring sea. I will be gone, sir, and not trouble you. So shalt you so show me friendship, take so that, leave, and be prosperous, and farewell, good fellow. For all this same I hide me here about, he looks I fear, and his intents I doubt. Though detestable now, though womb of death, gourds with the dearest morsels of earth, Thus I enforce thy rotten jaws to open, and in despite I'll cram thee with my food. This is that banished naughty Montague, that murdered my love in cousin with which grief it is supposed the fair creature died, and he is come to do some villainous shame to the dead bodies I will apprehend him. Stop, thy unfollows doing love, Montague, can when canst be pursed further than death, condemned villain, I do apprehend thee, obey and go with me, for thou must die. I must, indeed, and therefore came hither, good gentle youth, tempt no desperate man, fly hands and leave me, think upon those can, let them if all fright thee, I beseech thee, youth, put not another sin upon my head, by urging me to fury or be gone. By heaven, I love thee better than myself, for I come hither armed against myself. Stay not, be gone. Leave, and hereafter say, a madman's mercy blaze thee running away. I do defy thy conjuration, and apprehend thee for a felon here. Wilt thou provoke me? Then have a thee a boy. They fight. Oh, Lord, they fight. I will go call the watch. Oh, I am slain. If thou be merciful, open the tomb. Lay me with Juliet. Paris, 
dice. In fault I will. Let me peruse this face. Mercutio's kinsman, noble county Paris. What said my man when my betossed soul? Did not attempt him as we rode. I think he told me Paris should have married Juliet. Said he not so, or did I dreamt it so? Or I am mad hearing him talk to Juliet to think it was so. Or give me thy hand. One read me in so misfortunous book. I'll bury thee in triumphant grief. A grief, oh no, a lantern, slathered youth. For here lies Juliet, and her beauty makes this world of feasting presence full of light. Death, lie thou there by a dead man interred, lay in Paris in the monument. How oft, when men are at the point of death, have they been merry with their keeper's call, enlightened before death? Oh, how may I call this lightning, oh my love, my wife, death? that hath sucks the money of thy breath, hath had no power yet upon my thy beauty, thou art not con conquered beauty in sight yet, in crimson in thy lips, and in thy cheeks, and death's pale flag is not advanced there. Tybalt lies thou there in the bloody sheet. Oh, what more favor can I do to thee, that with that hand, that cut, Thy youth in twain, to sudden this that was thine enemy. Forgive me, cousin. Ah, dear Juliet, why art thou yet Sophia? Shall I believe that unsubstantial death is amorous, and that the lean, abhorred monster keeps? See here in dark to be his paramount. For fear of that, I still will stay with thee. And now from this place, palace to dim night, depart again. Here, here I remain, with worms that on thy chambers made. Oh, here will I set up my everlasting rest, and shake the yoke of inauspicious stars from this sword-weird flesh. Eyes, look your fast. Arms. Take your last embrace and leaps, oh you, the door of der breath, sealed with writer's keys, a dateless begging, and rose in death. Come, Peter Conda, come, unsavory guide, to so desperate pillar, to now at once run one, the dusking rocks thy seasick worry bark, hears. To my love. Drinks. O true apothecary, thy drug a quick, thus kiss I die. Enter at the other end of the churchyard, Friar Lawrence with a lantern, crow, and spade. San Francisco, be my speed, how oft tonight! Have my old feet stumbled at graves? Who's there? Here's one, a friend, and one that knows you well. Please, but upon me, you tell me, good friend, what torch is yours that faintly lets him slide to grubs a eyeless skulls 
and discern in burnt in the capital's monument. It does so, holy sir, and there is my master of that you love. Who is it? Romeo. How long hath been there? Full half an hour. Go with me to the vault. I dare not say my master knows, but I am gone hence, and fearfully did menace me with death if I did stay to look on his intents. Stay then, I go alone. Fear comes upon me. Oh, much I fear some ill unlucky thing. As I did sleep under this year tree here, I dreamt my master in another fort, and that my master slew him. Friar Lawrence approaching the tomb. Romeo! Alack, alack, what blood is this, which stains the stony entrance of this sepulchre? What meant this masterless and glorious words to lie discolored thigh by place of peace? Enter the tomb. Romeo, oh pale, who else? What, Paris too? The steeped in blood are what a kind hour is guilty of this laminous chance the lady stirs. Juliet wakes. O oh, comfortable ta friar, where is my lord? I do remember well I, I f should be, and there I am. Where is my Romeo? Noises within. I hear some noise. Lady, come from that nest. O oh, death, contagious and a natural sleep, a greater power than we can contradict, has thwarted our intents. Come, come again. Thy husband, if thy bosom there lies dead, and Paris too. Come, I'll dispose of thee among a sisterhood of holy nuns. Stay not the questions for the watching coming. Come, go, good Juliet. Noise again. I dare no longer stay. Go, get thee hands, for I will not awake. What ha what there? Exit Lyap. Lawrence, a cup closed in my true love's hand, poison. I see hath been his timeless end. O curl the drink hole and leave no friendly drop to help me after. I will kiss thy lips. Happily, some poison yet doth hang on them to make me die with a restorative. Kisses he. Thy lips are warm. Lead, boy, which way? Yeah, noise. Then I'll be brief, a happy dagger, snatching Romeo's dagger. This is thy sheath, stabs herself. The rest, and let me die. Falls on Romeo's body and dies. And to watch with page of Paris. This is the place there where the torch doth burn. The ground is bloody. Search about the churchyard. Go some of you. Who are you find attached? Exxon, some of their watch. Pitiful sight. Here lies the county slain, and Juliet bleeding warm, nearly dead, who here hath lain these two days buried. Go, tell the prince. Run through the Capulets. Raise up the Montagues. Some other search. Exxon of others of the watch. We see the ground where all these woes to do lie, but the true ground of all these piteous woes we cannot without circumstance and descry. Re-enter some of the watch with Balthazar. Here is Romeo's man. We found him in the churchyard. Hold him in safety till the prince come hither. Re-enter other of the watch with Friar Lawrence. 
Here's the friar that trembles, sighs, and weeps. We took the mattock and the spade from him, and he was coming from his churchyard side. A great suspicion. Stay the friar too. Enter the prince and antedance. What misadventure is so early up that calls our person from our morning's rest? Enter Capulet, Lady Capulet, and others. What should it be that they so shriek about abroad? The people in the street cry Romeo, some Juliet and some Paris all run with openly all cry towards our monument. What fear is this which startled in our ears? Sovereign, here lies the county Paris lane, and Romeo dead, and Juliet dead before, warm and new killed. Search, sick, and know how this fool murder comes. He is a friar and slaughters Romeo's men with instruments upon them fit to open these dead men's tombs. Oh heaven, O oh, wife, look how our daughter's bleeds. This dagger's hath mistied, for lo, this house is empty on the back of Montague and is misshitted of my daughter's bosom. Oh me, this sight of death is all as pale that wants my old age to sepulture. Enter Montague and others. Come, Montague, for thou art early up to see thy son, and they are more early down. Alas! My liege, my wife is dead to-night. Grief of my son's exil hath stopped her breath, but further woe conspiracy against mine again, my age. Look, and thou shalt see. Oh, untaught, what manners in this, to press before my father to a grave. Seal up the mouth of our age for a while, till we can clear these ambig ambiguities. And know this spring their head, their true descent, and then will I be general of the woes, and leave you even to death, meanwhile forbid, and let mischance be slave to patience, bring forth the patience of suspicion. I am the greatest able to do least, yet more suspected, as the time and place doth make against me for this beautiful murder. And here I stand both to impeach and purge, myself condemned and myself excused. Then say at once what thou dost know in this. I will be briefed, for my short date of breath is not so long as the tedious tale. Romeo, their dead, was husband of that Juliet, and she, their dead, the drummer's faithful wife. I married them, and their stolen marriage day was Tybalt's doomsday, whose untimely death banished the new-made bridegroom from the city, for whom and not for Tybalt Juliet spinned, you to remove the siege of grief from her. Bethold and would have married her perforce to county Paris, then comes she to me, and with wild looks bid me devise some means to read her from the second marriage on my cell there would be killed herself. Then gave I her, so tutored by my art, a sleeping potion, which so took effect, 
as I intended for it run on her the form of death. Meanwhile, I write to Romeo that he should hither come and this dire night to help to take her from the borough's grave, being the time of potion force should cease. But he which bore my letter, Friar John, was stayed by accident and yesternight returned my letter back. Then all alone, as at the prefixed hour of her walking, came I to take her from her kindred world, meaning to keep her closely at my cell, till I convincingly could send to Romeo. But when I came, some minutes ere the time of her awaking, her untimely lay, the noble Paris and true Romeo, dead. She wakes, and I entreated her come forth, and bear this word of hand with patience, but then a noise did scare me from the tomb, and she, too desperate, would not go with me, but, as it seemed, did violence on herself. All this I know, and to the marriage her nurse is privity, and if aught is this, miscarried by my fault, let my old life be sacrificed some hour before this time, unto rigour of sovereign law. We still have no thief for a holy man. Where is Romeo's man? What that can he say in this? I brought my master news of Julia's death. And then in post he came from Mantua, to the same place, to the same monument. This letter he early bid me give his father, and threatened me with death going in the vault, if I departed now and left him there. Give me the letter, I took on it. Where in the county pates that raised the watch? Sirrah, what made you master in this place? He came with flowers to strew his lady's grave and bid me stand a floof, and so I did. Anon, come on, with light to open the tomb, and by and by my master drew on him, and then I ran out to, to call the watch. This letter doth make good the friar's words, the course of love, the tidiness of her death, and here he write that he did buy a potion of a poor Pothecrathy, and through with hell, came to this world of to die and lie with Juliet. Where, by these enemies, Capulet Montague? See what a scourge is laid upon your hate, that heaven finds means to kill your joys with love. And I, for winkling at your discourse too, have lost a brace of kinsmen. All are punished. O oh, brother Montague, give me thy hand. This is my daughter's joyce, for no more can I demand. But I can give thee more, for I will raise his statue in Pucold, that while Verona by that name is known, there shall no figure at such rate be set, and that of true and faithful Juliet. As rich shall Romeo by his lady lie, put sacrifices of your Enmity. A glooming place of this morning with its brings. The son of sorrow will now show his head. Go hence to take more talk of these sad things. Some shall be pardoned and some punished. For newer was a story of my woe. That is this of Juliet and her Romeo.
the end.